Is BB Rexa finally in her main pop girly era? That's the question on today's podcast. Welcome back to Only Stands. Uh, we're going to have a quick chat about what's going on in the music world right now, including uh, BB Rexa's upcoming album. Only Stands, gotta, gotta have, have a theme, theme song, yeah. BB Rexa's been around for almost a decade now, which is crazy to think about. You know, I remember her first single, I Can't Stop Drinking About You, back when I was in college. Uh, I was obsessed with it back then. Um, and it's crazy to see how she's still around now, but not quite, you know, finding her groove. She still feels a bit like a, you know, singles artist, or let's say a featured artist on other people's songs. And she sounds great. She's so talented. Uh, she has a vibe and energy, but I don't think she quite knows how to sell herself or what her who she is, you know, because I think you can be a, a really good singer, have stage presence, all that. But if you don't know who you are, if you don't know what you're selling to the public, it could be hard to market you, right? Who is BB Rexa? I don't know. <laughs> Some of her first big hits were also uncredited. You know, you have to think about how that played into her career, but also her confidence as a musician. Um, she first got really big on Take Me Home by Cash Cash, uncredited. This was back in the era where, yeah, they did not... If you were, especially if you were a female pop star, they just took your voice. These DJs just took your voice and said, it's my song now. Um, and then she was on David Guetta's Hey Mama, that, or that was Nicki Minaj's song, right? Um, and she was, I heard a story about how she was supposed to be, you know, credited on the song, or at least Nicki Minaj was supposed to, like, sing her vocals, or they later even promised for her to be in the music video. None of that happened. Um, you can hear BB Rexa on the song of Hey Mama, and just no credit at all. And it's crazy how she's had to fight to get recognition in this industry. So when you think about those as the beginnings and then the songs since that are her most successful songs, you know, In the Name of Love, that was uh, Martin Garrix. Meant to Be with Florida Georgia Line, that country song that came out of nowhere. And then I'm Good Blue, which is her latest hit. All of those songs are so wildly different from each other. And then you think about also Me, Myself, and I uh, with g Easy. All those songs sound so different, like her voice is recognizably her, but it's hard to pinpoint, you know, her through line, her message. That could be, in many people's heads, I'm sure that is four different girls <laughs> singing each of those songs. So, who is BB Rexa? That was a question I was asking myself walking into her album listening party. You know, I, I recognize her as a icon, a majorly successful music artist. Um, but I don't know much about her as a person, as a pop star. So I was excited to see like what she had to offer, what what she was talking about. I've also I was like, I've never heard her talk. The only time I've heard her talk was, <laughs> and that's not even I didn't even hear it. But you know, I read about you know she performed at the Hammer Museum for a bunch of Grammy voters a few years ago, and she didn't meant to be, and she got really mad at the crowd because they didn't know the song or they weren't singing along, and she like cursed them out and stormed off stage. That's not a great. Look, you know, you can kind of, I, I, while I enjoy BB's music, you can kind of feel the, the desperation, dare I say, to be a hit, to be a big uh, pop star. You know, sometimes when people can smell that on you, it turns them off a little bit. So how will that translate into the new era, you know? So she got all dolled up. Uh, she was wearing her 70s-inspired look, fair faucet immediately. Like, there's disco balls in the room. This is at the Sun Rose on, off Sunset boulevard in west hollywood 
Um, you know, she looks so cute in the in this outfit. Her hair is incredible. There's disco balls and plants all around the room, which are two of my favorite things. Um, and then, you know, we're fresh off the heels of the success of, uh, you know, I'm Good Blue with David Guetta, which is a massively annoying song. I get why it's popular. I hate that it's popular, but I can understand it. You know, it's not, not everything has to be for me, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I sat down, got a drink, sat down, and I was surprised to see Rita Ora and Taika Waititi, the director of Thor and a lot of Marvel movies, um, in the audience. I was like, oh, what are they, what's going on? What are they doing here? Um, I guess they're friends. But right at the beginning, right off, uh, BB thanks Rita uh, for coming to support her in the industry and says, you know, oh, there aren't a lot of women who support other women. And it sounded kind of shady. You know, I'm like, who's she talking about? But... <laughs> <laughs> they they hugged on stage and uh yeah okay so then she launched into her new single that comes out today it's called heart wants what it wants uh and it kind of perfectly captures that essence she says it captures the essence of that album of the upcoming album you know it channels 70s disco modern pop and it feels like i mean we're we've we're in the era of dua lipa's future nostalgia you know, even Miley's coming back to disco a little bit. Disco is in right now. So it does feel, I mean, dare I say a little, like, you know, trend chasery. But this song feels good. And you can tell that she is really enjoying what she's doing. Um, yeah, and it's just fun. It's an instant earworm. You're, you're instantly singing it, singing along to the track. Uh, it made me want to dance. I was eating it up. Then she played Call On Me. Um, this song is... I immediately was reminded of Miley Cyrus. She kind of sounds, has that Miley gravel. Um, and it's like the self-love anthem over a 90s beat. It remind, it also reminded me of um, Katy Perry's Walking on Air. If y'all know I love Katy Perry, I love that song. Uh, one of the lyrics, she says, if I need a lover, I'll call on me. You know, it's like a self-love anthem. And that's also very, you know, Miley. Number one song in the world right now with Flowers. You know, we need these self-love anthems, so maybe she should drop that song quick. And then we got uh, Satellite, which was a song about getting high, she says, quote-unquote. Uh, she told a funny story about, you know, she messaged Snoop Dogg on Instagram and was like, Hey, Snoop. Just like a cold message. I don't, I'm like, were y'all friends before or what? Do you like, do y'all hang out? But... She messaged Snoop Dogg and was like, do you want to get on this track? Uh, and he didn't respond for a while. And then he was like, here's a song. And just sent it to her. He sent me a video today of him smoking a joint, not a joint, a blunt, sorry, at 7.25 in the morning. And he was like, yo, B, you got something in your inbox. And I was like, so I got this today. So I think this will be the remix, but check it out. The song opens with Snoop Dogg, very California Girls-esque. It is so fun. It made me want to go to the beach. It's February, but I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's hop in a car. Let's hop in someone's Jeep. Get on the road. Such a bop. Very California Girls energy. Snoop Dogg does his verse. Uh, <laughs> BB actually lit a joint in the middle of <laughs> the song. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, just good vibes there. And then Snoop ends it with, he said... What you thought you was going to get fucking with me, which I thought, just iconic. He is such an icon. Um, and then there were Seasons, which, oh my god, what a beautiful song. This song is like a mid-tempo ballad um, featuring Dolly Parton. But she's an icon. Um, 
She's an amazing songwriter. She wrote I Will Always Love You. So uh, I hit up Dolly Parton. And this is the first song I wrote on the project. And uh, it's really, um, to me it's about seasons of life and how we might have bad habits or like we judge ourselves a lot. And um, it's about the seasons constantly changing but staying the same shitty person that you are but wanting to change. And this whole project, uh, whether it's about love, relation, like friendships, or personal stuff is about change. So that's like the main concept of it. So this is Seasons, the last song. I immediately thought of Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. It kind of had that same, you know, you know, that kind of that kind of vibe, that kind of energy. Um, oh my God, it's beautiful. Uh, the vocals that she gives on this song, I thought were like, I was like, oh, this girl can, like we know she can sing, but this girl can sing. Um, one of the lyrics was, I lie awake inside a dream, then I run, run, run away from me. It was so pretty, so beautiful. And so BB is verse one, Dolly is verse two, and then they sing and harmonize over each other. Stunning. Who can say they have a duet with Dolly Parton? Not many people. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, and then Rexa, baby Rexa, for all the Rexinators out there, she performed... Her last song that she wanted to share with us, it was titled I Am, and it was a ballad, and she said she wrote it about the overturning of Roe versus Wade, um, abortion rights, and you can, I think you can very clearly feel like Dolly Parton's like energy and spirit in her as she sings the song, and it is, it's very good. It's, you really, it's easy to forget the vocals sometimes when people sing live in front of you and are just belting it out perfectly, beautifully. She ate that up. Um, one of the lyrics, she said, I am a woman, I'm a rebel, I'm a god, I dance with the devil, I'm a lover, I'm a legend. If I'm everything, why am I not everything to you? We speak up and we're a bitch. We know what we want and we're a bitch. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna speak my mind. Okay. That's not enough claps. So I got in line to take a quick picture with BB, and then I bumped into her mom, um, who her mom is like her biggest fan. He's at so many of her gigs, uh, and just very sweet. Um, but <laughs> it was funny because I was like, oh, the gays are going to eat this album up because it's so fun, so dancey, disco-y. And it finally, it really does feel like BB knows who she is. Um, and is communicating that in every song, even though they're bouncing between genres. It feels like a steady through line, you know? Um, so yeah, I told I told BB's mom, I was like, the gays are going to eat this up. And she said, they better. And I was like, oh, she kind of gacked me a little bit. I was like, they better or what? Uh, but I think she just wants, you know, she wants BB's success as much as uh, BB does, you know? And I think... Despite it all, despite all the critiques, despite all um, of the bumps in her career, BB Rex is massively talented, and I can't wait to see how people receive the song and album because it's kind of a bop. It's you know, it's it's great. I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to see how you know. We still don't know the album title, but I'm excited to see what's coming next. And also, I just want to listen to this Dolly Parton 
um, <laughs> Dolly Parton ballad on repeat because it was so pretty. It was so pretty for real, y'all. Look forward to that one for sure. And this week's rundown, you know, the pop music world is in shambles right now. It really is. Um, Chloe just is announced her collaboration with Chris Brown. It's we're a little stressed. Um, the little little stands, we're stressed. Uh, we want the best for Chloe, but you know, my my first mind goes to Tanache back when she was on the same label as Chris Brown, and they just dropped Chris Brown that song without a choice. You know, she didn't have an option, and I'm wondering, you know. Are they, was this like a no option kind of thing because the label is trying to force Chris Brown back into our good graces or did Chloe want to do this? It's hard to say, you know, and I think that for a lot of these, especially the younger girls, they don't really remember, you know, what that, what happened and what that felt like back in 2009 when Chris Brown beat up Rihanna, um, you know, because think about it. That was, oh my gosh, 14 years ago now. Chloe was what? seven eight nine so it's like yeah it's hard to ugh, it is just not i don't know what to quite i don't know quite i don't quite know what to say i and chris brown recently recently just spoke out about you know he said he, it's a mistake um and was like let me get over the mistakes that i made 17 years ago we're not over it bitch beating up somebody is not a mistake you beat someone you physically assaulted someone you know, a mistake is, you know, leaving the stove on uh, on accident, which, I mean, still could murder everyone in your apartment, but it's a mistake. You know, beating someone up is not a mistake. You know, I was, like, annoyed, but I was like, okay, plenty of people still collab with Chris Brown, uh, men especially, um, but, you know, I'm not going to, like, outshun Chloe over this, but then Chris Brown's dumbass spoke about it, so we'll see how, you know, things go down after this. Um, oh my gosh, I went to Ray, R-A-Y-E, uh, she has the number one song in the UK, Escapism, um, but <laughs> zero noise over here in the States, I went to her show, her showcase for, um, Amazon Music last night, she, this girl can sing, y'all, oh my gosh, like, I knew she could sing, but she is singing, I really loved, uh, Black Mascara off this album, it was one of her singles that she's been teasing for a few months now, um, but I had yet to listen to her new album, which was which is called My 21st Century Blues. Um, it just came out. She was singing off this album. My favorites were Flip a Switch uh, and Five Star Hotels featuring Mahalia. Um, I would recommend those two songs the most. Uh, but this girl can sing. Jesus. But anyway, so at the showcase last night, I saw Haley. Haley, ba- Haley Bailey. Is it really Haley? Ba- is it Hallie? Hallie Bailey? Haley? Hallie Bailey? I never fucking know. But <laughs> they, she was in the audience last night. And I want to be like, girl. But she looked at me and I saw, saw that I recognized her and looked away so quick. So her body language was like, don't talk to me. So, you know, I did it. I'm not trying to like, like bust up on these people. But she looked beautiful. But she, you could tell that she did not want to... <laughs> engage in any kind of conversation which i respect you know um but i just thought it was funny that that she was there and she's a race stand like is she contractually obligated or does she just want to be there who knows it's a pop music code orange charlie xcx and robin the one and only robin call your girlfriend dancing on my own robin honey robin 
and Charlie XCX took a picture in the studio together. Um, notably, Jack Anatoff is not there. Thank God. What are they doing? What are they doing? I I don't get emotional. Okay, I'm, I'm a lie. I'm like, I'm, I don't get emotional a lot. I get emotional a lot. But I am so excited. What are they going to do? What are they... Are they... Are they I can't even, like, think about it too much. Because I'm like... It's... It's overwhelming, the feelings that I'm feeling. And we're not even... Like, they're just in the studio. We wouldn't... We might not see this collab ever. Even if we do, it wouldn't be for months. But, like, what if they... they what if they're, like, making a whole album? Oh. Oh! Robin walked so Charlie XCX could... I don't know if she's running, you know? Light jogging. But it is... They are both superstars. Um, they are both pop music innovators especially in electronic and dance. And I cannot wait to see how they combine their powers to create, even if it's just a song, one song. Oh my God, I'm going to have a breakdown. Oh my God. Let me go listen to Honey right now. I got that shit on vinyl. We're, we're, we're blasting it. Listen, Omar Apollo just dropped his new song, Three Boys. Beautiful. I'm so glad the world is finally catching on to Omar Apollo because y'all slept on him for so long. I mean, I'm not a fan for that long. I only discovered him in like 2019, 2020. But the fact that people are just now like, oh, this is what Omar Apollo is doing. He's been doing this for years. And y'all are just now getting here. Support him. Stream. Three Boys is beautiful. I'm pretty... Okay, it's kind of confusing because Three Boys, I was like, you trying to get in a threesome or what? And I volunteer if so. But I think it's about like... He's saying his ex, he has an ex, and the ex is like, move on from me. Um, but he thinks that if he does move on to someone else, he's still not over his ex. So he'll like bring all the baggage into that next relationship. So instead of two of them, there'll be three of them, which is a, you know, kind of convoluted uh, <laughs> uh, point. But the song slaps. It's so pretty. It's so beautiful, y'all. So y'all gotta check this song out. Support my gay king, uh, my husband. But yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank y'all for listening today. Uh, I'm excited to jump back into this podcast. The The episodes will largely be like this, you know? little. I'll just hop on whenever I want to hop on. So maybe be two times a week. Might be once every two weeks. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited to to get back into this podcast thing, talk about music with y'all. And if you want to stream what I'm streaming, if you want to listen to what I'm streaming, go to Spotify for the Only Stands playlist. Uh, it's good this week, too. I'm listening to it. I'm about to listen to it right now as soon as I get off this microphone. But, yeah. Yeah, like, subscribe, uh, rate us if you want. Um, keep it cute. I'll see y'all soon. I'll talk to y'all soon because I can't see any of you. But you're hearing me right now. Thank you for listening. Bye.